Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and give my podcast five stars. Also, follow me on all of my social media platforms. The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, for all of my reading babes, check out the new reading merch on the website, www.bwmmerch.com. everyone and welcome back to another episode of your questions for the gratitude chick. So in today's episode we are going to be talking about the topic of belief. So I got a couple questions here that I am going to answer for you guys. So we're just going to dive right on in and again guys these answers to these questions are my own opinion. You don't have to agree and it's, it's okay if we disagree. Um, I would like to know what your stance is, so uh, definitely let me know um, whether you agree or disagree. Let's have a dialogue. So the first question, what is the best way to get rid of limiting beliefs? So what I believe, um, what we all know to be limiting beliefs are things that, you know, kind of limit your power, um, limit you or stop you from attracting good things into your life, especially if you believe the opposite. So what I believe is the best way to get rid of a limiting belief is by changing your focus, changing your assumption, changing that belief. So if you believe that money doesn't grow on trees and that you have to work hard for your money and, um, what else that you can only have a certain amount of money and that you have to work for your money all your life then it is not as simple I was going to say as simple but it's literally a shifting of your focus and you go from that limiting belief to you know finding what I call affirming statements I know everybody calls them affirmations but I had to Um, get it to a place where I can believe that they work for me and affirming statements to me, just calling it that works for me. So find an affirming statement that is the opposite of what your limiting belief is. For instance, um, if you're, if you believe in the lack of money or whatever, or whatever lack belief that you've held, held all of your life, whether it's, it, I doubt it's from you. It's generally came from our parents um, definitely find one one that is opposite that you can, you know, believe in. Because what we know is that what we focus on expands in our life. So the more that you focus on this affirming statement and it starts expanding in your life, the more that you will believe because you'll start to not only see it, but the more that you focus on it, you'll see more and more and more. And I would also add gratitude to that. So, for instance, if, if again, if you're if we're talking about money and your um, affirming statements up to your life has always been lack, 
you know, money doesn't grow on trees. I'm not made of money and um, you have to work hard for your money. Then um, an affirming statement would be money comes quickly and easily to me or money comes to me quickly and easily and I am so grateful. So at that point, you are affirming that money comes to you quickly and money comes to you easily. But then you've also added gratitude in there. And I'm a huge proponent as the gratitude chick that you need to add gratitude to any and everything that you do all day long. So with that affirming statement, the new the new assumption, the new um, belief that you're that you're curating for yourself is that money comes to you quickly and easily. And because you have had this limiting belief so long what you have to do is affirm this new belief as much as you can, as often as you can. So I would say every time that you think of your new belief, say it three times in a row and at least nine times a day, but also add in some meditations. When we were reading The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, he had several examples of people who um, would you know, take their affirming statements and go into kind of a meditative state and, and repeat it over and over and over again, like a lullaby. And generally, um, they did it, you know, at night, right before they drifted off to sleep in that, what he called, he calls it a, um, the dream, sleepy, dreamy state. And in the morning, right when you wake up, um, you know, do the lullaby again. And then some of them did it a couple times throughout the day. Repeat it in your mind, repeat it out loud as often as you can um, for the next, for 30 days at least. And and remember, you may think, oh, 30 days, that's a long time. Well, look how long you, you, uh, you know, believe that limiting belief. You believe that for years. You learned that as a child, but you probably believed it for 20 or 30 years, right? So it's it's going to take some time to, you know, get a new belief that challenges and overcomes your limiting belief. So give yourself the time to form that new belief, right? And to start that off is always through an affirmation, an affirming statement. Find one that resonates with you. The one that I gave you resonated with me in 2021. It no longer resonates with me, so I no longer say it. But it resonated with me and, and it did me well, you know? So that money comes to me quickly and easily and I am so grateful. If that resonates with you, take that and make that your affirming statement for the next 30 days and then evaluate from there. It doesn't have to be your lifelong affirming statement. You see how it just came back to my mind um, right away because it is something that I said and I actually did the 369 uh, method with it. Um, and my, my purpose of doing like the 369 method and the 33 by three and all those things is to solidify the affirming statement in my mind, you know? And I, I, I venture to say that's kind of why they were created to help solidify it in your mind. So while you're doing all of the, um, you know, three, three in a row, three times, uh, nine times a day, Add in the three six nine or the three thirty three by three or fifty five by five uh, by five. I'm getting tripped up. <laughs> um, add in the meditations. The more that you impress it, the faster you'll believe it. Right. So I'm sorry I went off on that one. So I got to keep going. <laughs>
So the next one is, what is the difference between truths and beliefs? So a belief is based in fact, okay? It is something that um, is based in reality. It is um, typically when you, um, when you know something to be true, it is something that you can prove. A belief is more, I, I would say, more along the lines of having faith in something. It's a little bit deeper than faith, I think. Um, and I, I want to say maybe truth and faith are synonymous with one another. Um, but belief kind of um, lacks, I guess, the, the facts, I would say. Because it really is, is up to you and what it is that you believe to be true. So um, that is why I always say what you believe to be true is true for you. That doesn't make it the truth of all. But it is true for you. So a belief is in, is your inherent system in what you think is um, true in your life, in, in, in your world. Not necessarily in the entire world where it relates to other people, but typically just to yourself. It's kind of um, a system of faith, I would, I would like to say, belief is. And I would like to think that truth is more factual, um, you know, more, I don't want to say scientific, but more factual that other, other people believe the same thing that you believe or other, other people think what you think is true. I don't know if I'm articulating that well, but, (laughs) but I hope you, um, kind of get what I'm, I'm trying to say. A belief is more along the lines of faith. Um, just simply because, what you believe to be true, what you believe in your mind, typically comes out in your life. So, um, and that doesn't make it fact because a belief can be changed. Typically, um, we know that the sky is blue. That's the truth. The sky is not gonna change this color, it is blue, right? Or we see it as blue, right? Um, Let's see, what else? I would say maybe colors and, um, I don't know, wind. We know it's wind. That is truth. Um, We know water is water. That is truth. But a belief can be changed, you know? Um, If you believe today that, I don't know, it's, it's hard to lose weight, then that is going to be what happens in your life. But if you if you shift your focus and believe that it is so easy for me to lose weight, everything that I do contributes to an easy weight loss. If you impress upon your mind these things and you and those become your beliefs, then that becomes true for you. So I would think that belief is is something that's ever evolving, ever changing based on you. And a truth is kind of stagnant. It really is just what it is. It's true, you know? But let's not um, confuse actual truth with what you believe to be true. That is something, something totally different. So I would say just be mindful of that. 
um, your belief can change as you know as much as you want it to change. You, we have the ability every day to create new beliefs, new assumptions. So um, I hope I articulated that well. <laughs> I don't feel like I did. So the next question is, what is the difference between belief and faith? I don't know if there is a difference between belief and faith. Um, I want to say that they are synonymous with one another in that the faith is what the Bible terms as faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, right? So I would say that is maybe along the lines of belief because or, or maybe not, because faith has to do also with hope. And so I think belief may be a little bit stronger than faith. Because belief, once you believe a thing, it becomes true in your life. Um, a lot of times, faith can waver, right? Belief can change, but faith can waver. Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for. And a lot of times, if we don't get what it is that we're hoping for, then our faith wavers. It is shaken, right? There are some people who don't believe that your faith can be shaken, which is untrue. Um, so I, I think that belief may be stronger than faith, but they essentially are along the same lines. The only difference is that um, I would say in order to have a belief, you have to have faith in that. You have to have faith in the impossible, faith in something that you can't see. So maybe faith starts your belief, but belief is definitely a little bit stronger than faith. So <clears throat> the next question is, what really is belief? Belief is, I would say, an acceptance of Something that whether you can see it or you can't see it, but it is it is, it is an acceptance of, of a thing to be true in your life. It is an acceptance of something that it, that may or may not exist, but exists for you. It is an acceptance of it. It is confidence in that thing. That is what belief is. It is a it is a knowing. So. Um, it's kind of like a feeling of being sure that what it is that you want or you're having faith in will will manifest in your life or um you know believing that a person is um i don't know faithful you are sure you have like a trust in them you know so it's 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 kind of along those lines you you you're trusting in something or someone um, it is a faith in it. It is a confidence in it. It's an acceptance of it. That's, that's um, what I believe, belief to be. Um, so, okay, the next one. What are belief systems? Yo, okay. All right, so belief systems. Beliefs are a way of... Um, Perceiving reality, it is what we see. It is our perception, right? Um, they are 
kind of um, subjective. So they're not objective in that um, it's about other people. It's about you. So it's subjective. Um, it is tied to your emotions or your feelings. So it may even seem a little bit irrational depending on what it is that you're believing or believing. And, 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 and I say it that way because it's, it could be irrational from a person on the outside looking in, not necessarily to you. Because a lot of people that don't believe in God would think that I'm irrational for believing in God, you know? So, but I, I believe, I know that there is a God. I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I believe his son Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe these things. But people who don't believe that I, as I believe may think I'm irrational, right? So uh, also beliefs are literally, they start with affirming statements or stories that um, we tell ourselves about things that we may want in our lives or we don't want in our lives, right? Um, So that's kind of what uh, I would say a belief system is. Um, And you can see that in the life that you're living right now, whatever you are believing to be true for yourself, is what is reflected in the life that you are living right now. So if you want to know what your belief system is, take stock in what it is that you, how what your life is like right now, how you're living. That is your belief system. That's your belief system. How you look around at your life right now. Look around. Whatever you are you have believed in the past has brought is what your reality is right now. That's your belief system. But the good thing about a belief is that you have the ability to change it at any mo- at any moment. That is why I am now such a huge proponent of affirmations or like I like I call them affirming statements. Because an affirming statement that is that resonates with you well that you impress upon your mind will become your new belief, your new assumption. So if you are looking around your life right now and you see things that you do not like, that you don't want, get a new belief. Refocus your focus to have a new belief. When I look around my life right now, there are things that I don't want. I don't want it. (laughs) Right? But I am actively trying, you know, not trying. I am actively um, impressing upon my mind new beliefs. Right. So I think a lot of times also that even in my own my own life, like I'm no guru, you know, a lot of people get on, you know, talking about manifestation and things like that. Like a lady on TikTok really tried to come for my life uh, (laughs) for my babes who manifest on TikTok because I told her that because she she said um, she made a, a comment that said that believing in the energy of I guess she doesn't believe in the energy of like um numbers and things like that and she said believing in the energy that the the day two 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 or two two twenty you know all those twos brings you more energy is bs um that's what she said and I said and I basically you know commented and said both are true it really just depends on what you believe 
and she made an entire video that was like three minutes long going in on me because I said what you believe to be true is true for you. That doesn't make it true for everybody. And she called it a limiting belief. And she just was going in and talking about be careful who you follow because people don't know what they're talking about. All of that. Because I said what what you believe. I said both can be true. It really is up to your beliefs. What you believe to be true is true for you. And she went off. That's all I said, guys. I didn't respond to her because I, you know, do do you boo. That's not that's not in my ministry to get into TikTok beefs with other, you know, people who talk about manifesting. She said she's a manifestation coach. I don't proclaim to be a coach. I proclaim to be a a person who who uh talks about you know what I what I'm learning. That's that's what I proclaim. Um, so she proclaims to be a coach. And my thing is, I would never, you know, want to be coached by someone who is, who gets fast, so, you know, so angry, so fast, because I didn't disagree with her. I just said both are true. I didn't disagree. But because I didn't actually agree, you got that angry to, enough to make a three minute video saying disparaging things about me. That is the kind of person that um, I would never, ever, ever, ever follow. And literally, she showed up on my For You page. And I literally commented and kept scrolling. And I said all that to say that, you know, those, even those who purport to be gurus get it wrong, too. Not every person is, we're, we're not, we're not perfect. I'm, I'm not a guru. I'm not even putting myself in a category. Um, I would think to me, gurus are people like Oprah, you know, people who have made statements like, Hey, you know, I did this. I used to do this, but now I really can just say it and it's done. Those to me are gurus. Oprah wouldn't call herself a guru, but I call her one. Not, not just you know, this random chick on TikTok. <laughs> so I said that to say, you know, a lot of times people do get it wrong, you know, don't, you know, necessarily believe the guru. And that is why I, I, um, let you guys know, you know, I'm not a coach. I am not, uh, any of those things. I am a person learning and just sharing what it is that I'm learning. So, and that's why I always tell you, this is my opinion. You know, and if you have a different opinion, let's dialogue. I don't care if anybody has a different opinion than me. I actually would love that because do you know how many times I've held an opinion and then someone else came at me, came with a different opinion and I said, hmm, and I'll tell you it. One of them was, I know if you guys have listened to me long enough, you've heard me say, um, the future does not exist. And I was staunch on that. But when someone comes at you and says, well, what about this? And what about that? And I sit here and I say, okay, I can relax my view on that. And it's, it's the truth. Because at the end of the day, while I, I maintain that when the future comes, it is today, there is a reason why we still plan for the future, right? 
So, you know, there are things that I definitely will always learn from other people. And I'm always open to that. Beware of those people that are not open to learning from other people. Those are not people you should follow. Okay, so the next question is, what is the best way to believe in yourself? And I am going to go back again (laughs) to affirming statements. Affirming statements are the best way to believe in yourself. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of times when you have low self-esteem or um, a low opinion of yourself, it is because of negative self-talk. It is because of negative statements that are going through your mind, whether you have made them up yourself or as a child, you know, people said negative things about you um, that you have, you know, made to be true in your life, in your, in your mind. So because everything starts with a statement, an affirming statement, then that is where, you know, you change your beliefs about yourself with an affirming statement. So if you are a person, I'll I'll actually give myself as an example, as I usually do. When I was younger, you know, I got boobs when I was uh, 10. Um, All of that, all of the womanly things that happened to you as a kid, I got at 10. My menstrual cycle and boobs. And so I went from being a kid that was outside, you know, I played double dutch and things like that, but then I grew boobs and I didn't just grow boobs. They grew rapidly, you know, um, by the time I was 11, I was a C cup. And by the time I was 12 in seventh grade, I was a D cup. So, you know, when you are a child and you're shaped like a woman It does something to your psyche when grown men are, you know, saying disgusting things to you when you are a child. So as a child, I literally just stopped moving because in my mind, if I stopped moving, then people, these disgusting dudes would stop saying gross things to me. But of course that didn't happen. But (laughs) that, that in my 12 year old mind was my thought process. But as I stopped moving, I started gaining, gaining weight. And I, and that's not to say I was a, you know, a skinny child. I was always chunky, but it was, it became from chunky to overweight to obese. And, um, you know, once that happened, you know, a lot of people, you know, started having things to say, including people in my family. Like I don't come from a family who was just on my side no matter what. No, I didn't I didn't have that kind of family. Um, you know, my family has had, you know, negative things to say about me uh regarding my weight cuz I'm really the only person in my family that is obese. That I'm the only one. Um so all of my life, um, you know, especially my teenage years, I and, and you know, if you They'll probably not even know or realize that I knew. You know, I'm not, I've never brought this up to anyone. And I, I'm actually, the first. this is the first time I'm actually even saying this. But, you know, they have said things that I don't even think they knew I heard. You know, I can even see it in my mind's eye. You know, I remember 22, um, walking in. I came home from college 
and I even remember how my hair was done and I came in and at that time I was you know I was over 300 pounds you know and I came in and and one of my uncles was sitting there with a couple of my aunts and you know he made this picture you know this this gesture he didn't say it out loud but I saw you you know and he was just like he hadn't seen me in a long time he was just like you know, make, you know how people make the gesture of someone who's really large. And that's kind of what he did. And I, I saw it, you know. And my aunt was like, shh. But I also heard a couple of my aunts over the years saying things about me. You know, it got to the point where um, one of my aunts left me out of things. You know, she would take other of my cousins with them and I wouldn't get to go I was magically on punishment for whatever so it was things like that that I endured as a child um because I was overweight and I have never been a person who got myself a thing from family telling me good things never because my family never told me good things about me so my self-esteem or the facade of my self-esteem came from me um because I I just have a strong will you know I have a strong I don't know I I I never I, I learned I'm not even gonna lie I learned one day I don't even know how old I was but I don't even think I was in high school yet and I saw a commercial about secret deodorant. I'm not, not, I kid you not. And it said, never let them see you sweat. And I held on to that all of my life, all of my life. And no matter what people said to me, I projected an image of self-confidence because I'm never ever gonna let you believe that the words that you are saying that you don't think I hear got to me. So, when we talk about the best way to believe in ourselves, we have to, to know that affirming statements are the way to go because we have had so many things come by family, friends, bullies that have said things that make us think these, think bad things about ourselves. So the best way is to find something that resonates with you. And one of the, the affirming, <clears throat> excuse me, the affirming statements that resonate with me is I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. If once I embody that and I believe that and impress that upon my mind, I don't care about anything else. That is what I want to be. So I would say find an affirming statement that just resonates with you. One of the scriptures in the Bible that resonated with me, it resonated with me, but I didn't believe it, was I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And I, it, it resonated with me, but I never believed it about myself because my family didn't believe it about me. So why would I believe that about me? But it always resonated with me. And I always wanted to be a person that felt that way about themselves, you know? And I, I really do believe it is a sin for me to eat, for me to have had such negative feelings about myself. I don't know if it's a sin, but I think it should, it should be a sin because the Bible says, 
we are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know? But anyway, I digress. What the, the best way to believe in yourself literally goes back to affirming statements. Find yourself an affirming statement that resonates with you so well that you want to be, that you want to embody that this is who I am. If I could believe this, this will be me. That affirming statement, you will press upon your mind all day long while in your waking hours, right before you go to sleep so you can impress in your sleeping hours. And that you will become. You will become that. Okay, so I got a couple more. I'm, I'm going to try to cut this because we're over 30 minutes now. So I'm going to try to cut this. I've been talking, talking, talking. Okay, so the next one is, do you believe in karma? Does karma happen to everyone? Uh, yes and yes. To me, uh, karma is nothing more than uh, what you believe in the Bible, what I believe in the Bible, what you sow, you shall also reap. <clears throat> and um, I did a an episode many moons ago called Seed Time and Harvest. And it's literally the same concept. What the seeds that you sow in your life, you will reap them, whether for your betterment or your detriment. That is just whatever karma the law of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest, whatever you want to call it, what goes around comes around. It, a boomerang. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, it is fact. Does karma happen to everyone? It definitely does. People j tend to think of karma as negative, but it happens whether good or bad for your betterment or your detriment. It will come back around. So be mindful of that. Can you believe in God but not religion? This is um, something that was in there. I didn't know if I should answer it, but I'm going to answer it anyway. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Um, I don't believe in religion anymore. I was raised in a very religious household. And um, one of the scriptures in the Bible tells, tells us that true religion is looking after the fatherless and the widows. So religion is man-made. The, these religions that we see today, these are man-made religions. All of these rules and things that, you know, <laughs> it reminds you of the Pharisees in the Bible, you know, that they keep tacking on rules, even though Moses handed down like 630 something rules. The Pharisees said, no, we're going to add even more to that to make it burdensome to serve the Lord. So I, I believe that religion is a handicap in your relationship with God. I do. It I I just don't agree any longer in religion, especially the religions of the day. Um because it's more about religion. It's more about the pomp and circumstance um of the worship service than it is about God. You know? It I don't want to come to church and be given a uh what what are those things called? I don't want to call it a flyer, <laughs> but um, my mind is blank. Um, you know what I'm talking about. They give it to you, uh, the order of service. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to have it memorized in my mind because I've been to church every week and I know it starts this way, boom, 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 until the benediction. Ah, no thanks. So for me, religion is a no. If I could find a non-denominational non-denominational church um, that goes that that has service on 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 the Sabbath, 
and all they do is talk about God and Jesus and pray and sing, yes, I'm in. But I don't want to be a part of a religion. No, thank you. No, thanks. So, yes, the answer is, can you believe in God but not religion? Absolutely. Religion is man-made. And the last thing, do you believe in the power of prayer? I absolutely do. Prayer is not only communion with God. It is a rest. It is a peace. It is um, a burden lifter. So I definitely, I definitely advocate and believe in the power of prayer. And you guys can remember me saying many, many times that gratitude is a prayer. It is a feeling state. It is an emotional state. It is a prayer and it is also praise. So yes, I definitely believe in gratitude. And I believe that the more that you are grateful for, the more you are praying, the more you are offering your prayer and praise to God. So I absolutely believe in the power of prayer. And I hope that you guys do too. Because I also, I often, every day, every time that you hear me on this podcast, you know that I tell, talk about gratitude and I tell you not to, for, to neglect adding gratitude as a daily part of your life. So I'm going to end this here. I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. I'm sorry we're a little bit over. I try to make these episodes um, 30 minutes so it's not too strenuous on um, the listener. So it's a little bit over, but I'm going to stop talking. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in today. I appreciate your time. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.